Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. Ah, kickstart for you for February 26, 2024. The last one before it's March. The last Tuesday or the last Monday on the left. Yes. Yeah, right. There you go. I don't want to visit that one either. No, God, no, no dude. No. Remakes or otherwise. No more Mondays. No more Mondays. Okay. So I'm going to go right at this because it's, it's just one of those things that has flabbergasted us, confused us. Um, anyway, today, the 26th, a Monday, a, mo- a day that has never been a normal release day for a day movies. that you live in infamy. <laughs> yes. We've been talking about it for weeks. These Walmart exclusive steelbooks, the question mark of when the fuck is Hollow Man really coming out? Well, it's today, the 26th on a Monday. That's right. Along with Creep Show, Anaconda, and I know what you did last summer, steelbooks yes. exclusive to Walmart. What the fuck? Yeah. So how long do you think of before I actually get mine? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, let's, let's, what's the over under? It will be, will it be by the end of this week? I have to think that you probably week? should have got a notification that it shipped. Because when I got the, the Lords of Dogtown one, I got it the day before release. Mm-hmm. So don't know. Haven't gotten it yet. I, maybe I, yeah, I got to check my junk mail, but we'll see. But here's what's nutty. So the next day, the 27th, there's a, I mean, there's a piles of movies coming out on, on Tuesday. And, and the reason why I'm pointing out this, these handful of specific ones now is that Magnificent Seven, which is a Walmart exclusive from Shout Factory, is coming out on Tuesday. So is it really though? <laughs> but is it? But is it? Right now is saying something totally different. But is it? But is it? I don't know, man. It's very confusing. But for sure, and I, I'm pretty sure that that Warner Brothers is going to waver on this, but last year's Wonka is coming this week to 4K and a Steelbook 4K and all that yeah. stuff. And contrary to what my opinion was going to be this silly movie, I really enjoyed it. I, I told was, you. I told I you. Know. I told you. I told you. I know. Because I, I was, I was all ready to fucking light yeah. the hate train, dude. Come on. No, here's the thing. You felt the same way I did before you saw the movie. There's no way you couldn't have. And on, let's be honest here. I like more contemporary movies than you do. I think it's a fair statement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when you told me you you said you rather enjoyed it, I'm like, well, shit, I, I, there's no way I'm not going to like this if you were so on board right. with it. And you're right. No, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm going to say it's fantastic, but fantastic in comparison to what I was expecting. So yes. it, it had to overcome that. And it didn't take very long because the production design on it, the costume choices, the new songs other than, I mean, it's all new music except for the one, two tracks, right? Right. <sighs> Timmy C, man. He's fucking great, man. He's really good. At totally. The part. It's my second yeah. favorite Wonka. Yeah. It's really it's fantastic. And like I talked about with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, with the Burton's version of the, the elements that it took from the books, the things that I like so yes. much. And again, we talked a little bit about that during our Return to Oz episode, is that they put just enough of that in there. I'm like, all right, that's satisfying just for that part alone. But it's really well made. It, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And it fits on the shelf with the other two movies. Even if you don't, even if you don't like Burton's version, it fits proper. And it's easier to make more of a comparison to the original. To the original yes. And then it is to the other one because this one is, yeah, the other one's got music in it, but this one is, is very much like the, it's in the spirit. wilder version. Yeah, 100%. it's almost like a prequel to it. It is, kind of, right? He's, yeah, you know, yeah. young Timmy C, you can see him turning into Gene Wilder. 
Yeah, yeah. And the way they do his hair, and dude, perfectly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and and Hugh Grant kind of steals the movie. He, yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. All right. No. It's... I expected zero from it. I expected Dune <laughs> in the Chocolate Factory, and uh, that's not what I got. <laughs> no. No. It's good. I mean, it's really enjoyable. And again, yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, it's there to probably to rent the Red Box or or rent the digital or whatever. But I got to think it's going to be hitting HBO Max soon. Yeah. And also, yeah. I will say this. I don't have a large frame of reference for a lot of Tim's work, yeah. but I did enjoy this. And, I, and again, even in the Dune movies, he, I, it's not him. It's a collective with the movies. And I just, you know, again, being a big fan of the books, I, I just feel that they're unfilmable and nobody's ever going to make, uh, a, you know, the movie that is in my head. And that's what happens when you read books, right? It's right. Sometimes you just... Whatever Villanueva, Villanueva, whatever his version of the book is, I'm looking at it, but it's not my version. So, but that's okay. Right. Dude, this is, yes, this is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I mean, he's really winning me over because at first you go, oh, he's a big pretty boy and all that kind of stuff, but he's got skill, Bone, dude. He's solid. Bones actor. and all, like Bones and all from a couple of years ago, well, about a year and a half ago, the 2022, where he plays the cannibal. Ah, yes. So good. So good. He's fantastic in it. I haven't seen it, but it's on my list. Yeah. And uh, I, I like him, his turn in and Greta's Little Women. I mean, I, it's you know, another remake of a, of, a, of more literature. And I I really enjoyed him in that too. So he, and he picks unique parts. I mean, he does things like Wonka in Dune that yeah. allows him to do things like Bones and all. So he's playing the game the way a more seasoned performer would I'm Somebody just saying if I was to if I if I had a if I had a detective script where the detective kind of looks like Lindsay Buckingham he'd be perfect <laughs> dude totally because <laughs> he could call him you, you could make him look like Lindsay Buckingham <laughs> yeah let's get that Fleetwood Mac biopic going and there's your there's that's an easy there one that's a slam dunk sure all right well okay okay let's let's just have some fun with that for a moment all right let's round out the rest of of Mac if he's playing Lindsay Okay. No, I'm, I'm I'm throwing that out there right now. I don't uh, have any Flo- idea. Florence Pugh is Stevie Nicks. I'll give I'll go Florence Pugh is Stevie Nicks. Fair I know that's they don't have the same Solid. body type, but let's just go with let's just put looks aside and just cast an actress who I think could pull it apart. Right? Like she doesn't look like her, but could she play Stevie Nicks? I guarantee she could. She could also play Christine yep. McVie. Easily. Either either one. Um, for Mick Fleetwood, um, Michael Shannon with a beard. <laughs> Because um, isn't Mick Fleetwood like twenty years older than every all the rest of them anyway? I mean, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't cash Michael there's Shannon. Lots of people like it's, <laughs> you know what? It, it would it would have to be you could it would have to be somebody a little bit. I don't know. Willem's too full. Willem Dafoe is way too old and too short. Uh, maybe in, maybe in later seasons. Mick, Mick Fleetwood's like six seven. So if you're looking at the what the the um, rumors era, right? Yeah. So that mix it right around. He's probably 30, 40. He's 40, yeah. So I was going to say 38. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. He's probably 40. Let's just say he's 40. And we got, we got like, we got to think tallish guys like Adam Driver. I mean, he's too, but he doesn't have the look, but oh no, my man. Oh, Adam so, Driver could totally have the look, dude. You, know, off, you, sure. put a, you put a beard on him, you recede his hair a bit with, you know, kind of make him look like an evil Pied Piper. Yeah. He could pull it off. Um. All right. So Chrissy McPhee though, like, I think you're good. I, I, I really like, I really like Florence though. Yeah. Right. She could play both roles. Um, <laughs> that'd be amazing if she did. 
Oh, look, Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood was only 30 years old in the rumors. He was, no shit. He was born in 1947. He just looks older. Yeah. I would have thought he was. Wow. But I think that's because Stevie and those guys are probably five years younger than him because they're all probably like yeah. 24, 25 years old. Yeah. So he just seemed, I bet him and John McVie are very close to the same age. Yeah. So. And Christine. I think the three of them are probably all closer to the same age. And uh, Lindsay and uh, Stevie were the kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, who would you cast as, as McVie? Not Christine, but John. I'm just trying to, I'm just, trying to, I'm, just, I'm running this through my head right now. Yeah. Christine McVie, oh, Christine McVie is older than, Christine McVie was almost 40. Oh, right. She's four years older than Fleetwood. <sighs> I'm just thinking. No, oh, she's older than John. Christine McVie was okay, the elder okay, here's statesman. How we, here's how we change it up a little bit. Change it up a little bit. Let's move Flo to be Chrissy McVie. All right. There you go. And have Billy Lord play, play Stevie. That could work. Yeah. Cause she's already kind of got that vibe anyway. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, who's that leave? Oh, we didn't, we need John any, McVie. We need John McVie. See what would be good for John. Fuck. Don't say Glenn Howerton. No. <laughs> You know, that's a, that's a tough one because he's such a background dude. You know, it, it would have to be somebody's kind of low key, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one. The other one seems so obvious because, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. We'll have to sit on that one. Well, there we go. We have three quarters of our cast pick. Yeah. Why don't you guys drop some names in the Patreon? Or I should, I should say four fifths, right? <laughs> Come on, Corey. Sure. Learn, learn how to add. Learn your math. Math's <laughs> uh, your friend. Yes. Oh, okay. So also this week on Tuesday is something that we always bring up. And, you know, your favorite noir series from Kino, Film Noir, is releasing, God, I can't believe we're saying this, the 17th volume of their Dark Side of Cinema series. 17, 17 dude. Yeah, man. I'm really curious now, how far back does the original go? The very first release. The very first release. Back in the 30s? No, I mean, standpoint, like, when was it released? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, 2016. Wow. So they're they're popping three of them out a year? Apparently. That's crazy. Jeez. <laughs> That's a lot, man. <laughs> wow. Who knew, right? Absolutely. But that's out this week. There is so much that's coming out this week. Like I can't even really fathom touching it because there's so much. The Dragon Heart, which we, I'm surprised it hasn't come up like when we covered DOA because it's not too, when DOA came out, Dragon Heart wasn't too far away from that, was it? No. Oh, no. It was like six or seven years, right? Maybe. Yeah. Dragon oh, 96. Good Lord, dude. Do you want to know 96. who Chad GBT wants to give us for uh, <laughs> for John McVie? Tell me. Uh, Colin Firth. Firth has the gravitas and acting chops to portray the experience no, and stoic I bassist. Can... John McVie with depth and authenticity. Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo's versatility as an actor could bring a dynamic portrayal of McVie, capturing both yeah, his quiet dude, intensity. I know, but they're all old already. <laughs> I, mean, I know, that's what I, I'm saying. And I was like going maybe 15 years, 15 years sure. after that. Sure, like if we're talking about playing them now. The reunion tour. This, <laughs> like the, the dance, like the yes, dance, totally. 2003. Yes. Sure. Did you put down rumors, Aaron? Add that to chat. Hugh Laurie and then Tom Hiddleston. 
Oh, I see. Okay, Tom Hiddleston, I was thinking earlier when I was asking how old for, for Mick. That's what I was thinking because somebody was taller, but he's too good looking to play Mick Fleetwood. Uh, Mick was pretty good looking dude at No, times. no, but I'm saying he has a unique look, but yes. I'm saying he has the, he's got a jawline that doesn't work with Mick, but then if you're hiding behind a beard, you wouldn't notice it anyway. God. Right. You're, you're hearing this? Here we go. Good Lord. Is what everybody is hearing that? that? Run, run, run <laughs> from the ghetto bird. <laughs> Seriously. I don't, I don't live in Compton, I swear. Oh. We have a, the, the Ellie River's right near here, and this is the time of year where... Unfortunately, a lot of displaced people may find shelter here. I mean, it's not raining right now, but it's going to be later in the week. But it's like they come here and just with their spotlights and scan through the area. Well, it's because they, they haven't want anybody to drown, while, but, dude, in a flash flood. Because we are going to be, we're going to be in a flash flood warning by midnight. Tonight? Really? Yeah, it's supposed to rain again tomorrow, Tuesday. Oh, I, thought it was, wasn't, I thought we weren't getting until Friday. Oh, I thought it was tomorrow and Tuesday. I don't know. This is something tell that's true about, weather, about the weather app. That motherfucker lies. Sure. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. It only has to be right 30% of the time. <laughs> With their 40% chance of rain? What is that? Right. What's the math Correct. on that? Right. Because I'm just saying, it's like, if it's wrong, nobody gets mad. <laughs> right? If it rains and they didn't give us some percentage, then we're pissed. But if we, if they give us a percentage and it's, you know, and it doesn't happen, then we're like, oh, well, at least it didn't rain. Yeah, there were Woody Harrelson from L.A. Story. Oh, good Lord, dude. Firing our... Jason what? Clark, Joel Edgerton, Paul Bettany, and Kristen Bale for the Rumors Era version. I still think that's too old, but hey, whatever. I mean, it, maybe not. Maybe they're all... Yeah, but I feel Bettany is at least as old as you and I. Dude, Bettany's just... He, Bettany's a little bit younger than us. Yeah. Uh, Bale is a little bit younger than us. And you can have Bettany play a part like Vision in the Marvel series because he's like covered in, in makeup and, and CG overlays. He doesn't have an age. Edgerton might be good. I think so. And maybe Jason Clark. Jason Clark would actually work. Jason Clark would actually work pretty good as Mick. Who's tall? I feel he's got to be taller. I feel like we got to, I feel like Adam Driver's solid. Or somebody, somebody that size. Somebody but how weird does he look with a beard? <laughs> right. Or what about, what about, uh, what about the guy? I can't remember his name. That guy? Yes. From Crimson, Crimson Peak. That guy. Thor's Tom brother. Tom That's him. Right. See, again, yes. he's on the list and I still can't remember his name. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Right. And I was like, but I, if I see it, I can say it. But if you ask me, like he goes invisible, dude. The moment I'm done watching whatever he's in. Because he's such a chameleon. He's like the invisible man. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought up Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak got announced from Arrow. I know, I on, saw that. On a special box set for 4K. It's rad, dude. It's really nice. It's funny because when, we when you and Whitney and I were talking about that during the others. Don't tell me, does it have that? Does it have the, um, does it have like when you're watching it, does it, does it put the... Uh, it's it's like when Ben Kenobi comes out of R two T's eye, but it's it's Jessica <laughs> Chastain and she's projected into your living room. <laughs> we should. That'd be nice. Because I will pick it up in a heartbeat if it has that on it. If if, it, if that's one of the special features, I'm in. I don't even have a 4K. The extras on this are stacked, dude. Like really stacked. I mean, I can't even like go over it. I'm I'm I'll, of course the link of it will be in the show notes. I'm glad with the movie like this because sometimes you know Arrow is. Although like the specialty packages usually hit the UK first. Yeah. But this time it's a, it's a global release same day. So that's kind of cool, but it's substantial, man. There's lots. Yeah. Again, if you've came with the 4k side, you got a full seven, 7.1 DTS X mix and a two channel headphone mix too, which is great since I like to use my headphones when everybody's sleeping. So yeah, I can ride it. I can't wait for this because 
like we talked about when we were mentioning the others coming out on 4K, I said, I don't see how that movie lends itself to 4K because the Blu-ray looked perfectly fine, or at least the HD version of it. And and uh, that I saw streaming 10 years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was, I ended up watching the DVD. The DVD actually, as we talked about, still sold the the, the vibe they were going for it because you still got that, and it wasn't too pristine. Crimson Peak, that really makes the most of the format, even just the Blu-ray format, because the previous release that Arrow did of Crimson Peak on Blu-ray is fucking fantastic. I got to think it's all those extras because I don't see anything new on here other than that new uh, 4K. Right. I want to say there might be one or two new Del Toro things. Yeah, well, it's funny. One of these days, I'll upgrade from my um, screener for your my for your consideration screener <laughs> that I have that I've uh, had since was it 2015 when that movie came out? 2014, 2015. This this looks like a similar package to what they did with American Werewolf in London and what they did with True Romance. It's got a hardbound book in there and all that stuff. So poster, lobby card recreations and stuff. Ironically, they're using the same cover or a like cover to what they did with the other release. I know the street price on it is 45 bucks. When the same version of American Werewolf and True Romance came out, I got them for 35 on Amazon. So keep eyes peeled. Isn't there a sale right now? Because I think you can pick them up at Barnes & Noble. Is that sale not still going on? That I don't, uh, I don't know. If I got an email a few, like a week or so ago about uh, an Arrow sale at Barnes & Noble. But who knows? So they actually... I didn't realize. Oh, dude, there's a whole section right there. Literally, when you the one by us, when you go in there, you know, when you walk through that airport security section of the the room to get in, (laughs) you know, where the cash register is, there's a whole little corner right there. There's tables. It's it's all arrow stuff. Well, I don't think there's a sale sale on on global on on the global library that they have because they selling the Crimson Peak Blu-ray for forty bucks. That's that's street. That's a retail price. Maybe maybe specific stuff. Maybe. I know the the uh, true romance was there on that table, and you know it was during the last time I went in there because I almost picked it up because I I didn't I never I didn't picked it up before, but I wasn't buying DVD. I wasn't buying any physical media then. It was last year. Yeah, that that version uh, that true romance is shown fifty bucks. Maybe that sale ended in between. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, but that one's still fantastic. That one and the American World one they're really good. So it'll be nice to put. It's a, again make room on your shelf. Because they're very wide, they're probably like the size of a hardbound Stephen King novel. They're pretty thick, like my vagine. Right. <laughs> okay, so the trailer for a new movie coming out called Boy Kills World. I'm not going to talk about the trailer. For, I mean, talk about the movie for a second. I want to talk about the trailer because guess who voice does the voiceover for the trailer? Um, John Benjamin. Right. So I'm not going to be able to take it serious. It's well, you're not supposed to because no, correct the not. whole idea is that the, the, the Bill Skarsgård he is deaf and mute, and the reason why he, John Benjamin is his inner voice is because the last thing he heard in a video game before he lost his hearing. Yeah. So that's his inner voice. He created his inner monologue, and it's the voice he hears. And here's Archer. That's a proper tone to me. <laughs> sure. Because he, he walks a fine line. He just in the trailer alone ended up being Archer or being Bob, which Dude, is pretty fucking great. Have you seen the commercial with the pigeons? The whole, that those pigeons that he yes. voices the pigeons? Yes. I, I cannot, it kills me. <laughs> it's so good. One, here's an idea for Mick Fleetwood, Jared Harris. Do I need a visual? 
You know Jared Harris. He's uh, Richard Harris's son. He's been in a zillion things. I know, probably, but I need, to, I need to like see it as we're talking about it. Probably oh most famous for playing Captain Mike in Benjamin Button, perhaps. Or Moriarty in the second Sherlock Holmes movie. I don't know. Is Jared too old, dude? I mean, he's, he's probably too old. Yeah, he, he's could play, he, could play Mick, he could play Mick Fleetwood today. Yeah, today. Totally. <laughs> oh, the era where Lindsay gets fired from the band. Again. <laughs> Again. Oh, Lindsay. It's so funny how, how much he just gets kicked around. Like in, in, And then SNL picked up on that. And, and when Bill Hader would do Dude. his... <laughs> chat GBT is so stupid. Okay, dude, chat GBT is off the rails lately. Go ahead for other. Here's the four names that came for the 30 year old version Tom Hardy, Jamie Bell, Joe Alwyn. Okay. And John Boyega. John Boyega's charisma and screen presence could make him an intriguing choice to portray younger Mick Fleetwood. Okay. He has the acting chop. Now, is John Boyega the guy from yes. Attack the Block? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he looks nothing like Mick Fleetwood. Right. Yeah, and the thing about that is... It's too short. He's too short. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be distracting. Uh, Chad GPT, you silly motherfucker. Well, dude, Chad GPT doing some wacky shit this last week, and, and I'm so funny that you used that to pull up these recommendations. Now, here's what's funny. The other three you mentioned, totally. Yeah, totally. Right? Does Chad GPT know anything about these people? No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. It it, it doesn't know the difference. I mean, it, that's what's funny. Like, it's flawed, right? Like, at a certain yeah. point, it only knows what it knows. And it doesn't right. know. You know, it's like a Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Sort of. It doesn't know how to experience human emotion. It's, no. And it's, you know, and unfortunately, unlike a Vulcan, it's fairly illogical. Logically, <laughs> John Boyega... <laughs> Certainly can play McFleetwood. Raise my Vulcan eyebrow yes. to that choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! You probably should. I mean, you you can, you're probably gonna have to cut all this out. But whatever. Why? Man. I don't know. I mean, why? You, why? John, look, John Boyega is too short. Yes, he's far too short. McFleetwood's like six seven. <laughs> it just doesn't work. <laughs> John Boyega is five nine. The only thing I can think of why Mick Fleetwood would be up there is just because he's English. I mean, is that the only reason he came up? I don't know, man. I mean, I'm guessing maybe that's part of it. Tom Hardy's English. All the, yeah. Jared Harris is English. Edgerton's Aussie. Aussie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hiddleston's English. I don't know, man. You know what? We were actively choosing. I mean, we picked Flo and she's very English. Sure. She probably plays more roles without the accent. But if she's playing Christine McVie, Christine McVie is English. Right. So. Yeah. And so is John. And so is Mick. Right. Those three are English. Lindsay and Stevie are not. Right. And which makes sense why having Billy playing Stevie makes a lot of sense. Sure. That's not bad. We actually did pretty good on casting, honestly. Yeah, not, not terrible. Not no. terrible. Holy shit. It's 30 minutes in. Good God. <laughs> and we've Woo-hoo! talked about nothing. It's a Monday fucking floor show. Play me off, Johnny. Yeah, so just to close it out, last week we finished off our February Buried. We did. With Last Man Standing from Walter Hill. Yeah, man. Z. Bruce Willis. Z. Bruce Willis. 
Seabruce was. By the way, if those of you were on Spotify and just your general podcast, I apologize for getting that episode out late. I didn't remember it until like Friday slash Saturday morning. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to post that. Yeah, I was too busy focused on getting your, your Deja Reviews. Do you know what Deja Review I dropped last week? Small Soldiers. Yes, we talked yeah. about it beforehand. Did we? Yes. <laughs> uh, if, if you haven't looked at Spotify yet, I've made playlists for um, each of our theme months since we've been on Spotify and going all the way back to our releases of June, including the, the, all the Deja Reviews are in one location too. So if you want to just jump in that and not have to scroll through... If you want to jump to something, there it is. Look, I was going to say, what uh, do we want to talk about? Uh, so it's a new month, basically. You know, by the next time, the next time you hear us, it'll be we'll already be into March, and we've already dropped yes. the first. We already dropped know, the fir- we already dropped our first March. Is episode. March Madness back? It will be back. Son of to be or not to be. <laughs> With we have, <laughs> without giving anything away, the first two episodes of the month don't follow suit with March Madness, and I'm just leave it at that. Correct. But March Madness is coming back, where we let coming. the two be bought. It's going to kind of coincide with the tournament, actually. Yes, we picked our first episode, uh, first movie for the first episode, which will be the third Friday of the month. Um, the uh, Three weeks from this Wednesday will be the first one for Patreon, same, uh, same episode. I've already watched the movie. You're about to watch the movie soon. Yes, for the thousandth time. Because <laughs> it's a good one. It, well... I don't even know if it's subjective. <laughs> oh, look, man, I don't know that it's subjective. I mean, uh, like I'm just going to say, it's polarizing because you'll either love it or you'll hate it. Yeah, but let's just put it this way. It is the perfect setup for Tubi to give us that number two and then number three after that. Cause, yeah, because do whatever that spawns from that is going to be amazing. Right, because we got Sneak Eater 3, right? Didn't we get Sneak Eater 3 off of off the, eye of the tiger off eye of the tiger so there you go yeah man <laughs> and uh, this episode was brought to you by phil's coffee one cup at a time phil's with a z phil's with a z as in fills it up <laughs> God. Uh, i don't can't believe it's not really gonna rain is this really gonna rain tomorrow that's what it says and one of these days we're going to talk about, we're going to do, we're going to actually going to cover talk radio so I can make my Jericho's joke. What's your Jericho's joke? Jericho's pizza. Oh. Hey, Corey, this is just cloudy. It's not supposed to rain until Friday. <laughs> well, they changed it because all fucking last week, rain was supposed to come again Monday, Tuesday, then back to sunshine on Wednesday. Saturday, 60% chance. Good God. See these apps, dude, they're all over the place. It's like Chad GBT casting a movie for you. <laughs> what was the name of Mick Fleetwood's book? His autobiography? Dude, Daisy Ridley could also ble- could also play yes. Stevie Nicks. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. I like I like Daisy a lot. Can she yeah, sing too? Who cares? Can she sing? They're gonna lip sync it anyway. I'd rather like yeah, maybe. I don't think she no, could. Why not doesn't have to lip sync? Because Flo can sing Look. too. She's really good. She's okay, a fantastic let me ask singer. This. What's better, Beverly D'Angelo singing the Patsy Cline parts in Coal Miner's Daughter or Jessica Lange lip-syncing it all in Sweet Dreams? Ponder that. You're, but you're really asking me which of the actresses I like more than the other one. Am I? You are. Because I don't think Jessica Lange could do any wrong, so you're asking me the yeah, wrong well, question. There you go. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I bet Daisy really could sing. 
Yeah, or, no, you know, yeah, they but, could vocally coach her enough, and you know, with the auto tune and everything else, they could, you know, they they, they could yeah. swing it. Florence is definitely she's she. The first thing I ever saw her, and she was a singer before she was an actress, and her brother's a musician too. So they're a music family. Yeah, she, dude, she. I mean, and the more I think about it, you know, the Christine McVie role is the more interesting role, anyway. I agree. I was about to say the same thing. You just need a. I'm not nothing against Stevie, but you just need it. You need somebody that that has that vibe more than the ability to sing. Because you know, I think Billy can sing. Sure, but I think Billy Lord as she's going to get the vibe right. Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. The witchy part of it. <laughs> Just saying, man. It's such a thing, dude. There's a whole reason why, like, all those dudes, Petty, yeah. Henley, that's why they were all flocking around CV Next, and that's why she dated all of them. Yeah. She's witchy, cats and spells. Uh, let me see, you know why Christine McVie is more interesting? Because you know what Christine McVie's name was before she married John McVie? Christine Perfect. Yeah. And Florence Pugh is perfect to play Christine McVie. Okay, I had a question for you since I was kind of like, I've been, we've been talking, and Mick Fleetwood... I'm looking at his bio for on Wikipedia. So when he married Jenny Boyd, I didn't realize he was married to her twice. Yeah, dude. They, I mean, they they had less time between the two marriages, the the, end, the dissolution of one marriage to the next one, than Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. Sure. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, makes a trip, dude. I love the dude, but he's a trip. He is definitely a trip, man. He's also like a warlock, dude. He's got a coven situation too? I didn't know that. Uh, I'm just going to say he lived in a weird castle in the forest in England somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say Warlock Palace. I don't know, man. Jesus, this is a long I one. always think of the rumors that, that cover like, with him in the fucking outfit where he's dressed like Shakespeare and he's got the pointy shoes on. <laughs> just That's how I see him all the time, even whether he dresses like that or yeah. not. And you know what? There's, there's more to unpack on the cover of the rumors album cover than there is... The, you know, the Abbey Road album, which everybody fucking freaks out over. There's so much more going on on the cover there than Paul walking out of step barefoot than everybody else. Sure. All right. Well, if you want to follow us on the socials <laughs> to get more of this kick-ass info. Okay. No, let's just say this. We don't have a movie episode coming out this week. We don't. That's all. That's, all, some that's other what stuff, I'll though. just say about it. Be, so be, you know, this is a special episode. So keep an ear out for that. Yes. <laughs> Socials, Karate yes. Pod on Twitter or Twix, if you will. <laughs> Letterbox and Insta, if you follow Corey on Insta and Culper97, and on Letterbox at Culp, Corey underscore Culp. And if you want to follow us on Patreon, give us a little support and get those episodes early and, and other juiciness. Uh, and you can join there for free uh, just to kind of let's see what's going on with us. That's patreon.com slash Karate Pod. And as far as Twix goes, it really doesn't matter where you start, the left or the right. They're both chewy and delicious. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at rockandroll33 <laughs> on your Instagram, or you can follow me at schlepprock at letterboxd.com. Wowsy, wowsy, woo woo. Or you can follow me at the real John Ladd at Blue Sky. 